Welcome to Boardroom Roundup, a weekly news roundup where I bring you the Dow headlines from the week. Plus, on this week's edition, we highlight a governance proposal from Forefront. I'm your host, Juan Esquivel. It's October 7th, 2022. Now on to our stories. Ave Dow weighs in on protocol upgrade. The Ave community is currently voting on how Ave V3 should be deployed on Ethereum mainnet. Ave V3 is the latest version of the DeFi lending protocol. BGD Labs, a developer team of contributors, launched a proposal to consider the technical implementation for the proposed upgrade. The first option would have the existing deployed protocol version simply be upgraded to V3, while the second option would deploy a new clean version. The two options have their own pros and cons to consider. BGD Labs describes a clean release as being quicker to implement, but would potentially fragment liquidity across the two versions. Aave V3 currently exists on other chains such as Arbitrum, Polygon, Optimism, and more, but is yet to be deployed on mainnet. BGD Labs has recommended the fresh deployment option to the community. The snapshot proposal is live now through October 11th, before moving to an on-chain boat if successful. Should the proposal pass, BGD Labs would be authorized to deploy the winning option. Gemini proposes to MakerDAO. On September 29th, co-founder of Gemini, Tyler Winklevoss, posted to the MakerDAO forums a proposal offering a fixed rate in exchange that GUSD be held in the Maker PSM. The proposal would have Maker hold a minimum of 100 million GUSD in their PEG stability module to be paid a fixed rate of 1.25% from Gemini. This initial offer from Gemini will last for three months before being reconsidered. The New York-based exchange looks to further drive its GUSD stablecoin adoption by leveraging the DeFi giant's PSM. Maker's PEG stability module has seen, seen an increase in attention recently as large centralized providers seek mutual partnerships. Gemini would not touch or take custody of any of Maker's GUSD. Maker's PSM holdings of GUSD currently sit at only 35,000. Maker's revenue stream options continue to grow. SushiSwap has a new head chef. The controversial search for a new SushiSwap leader has, at last, come to an end. Jared Gray has officially been appointed as the new head chef of SushiSwap. Gray, a former DeFi CEO, won the final snapshot vote on Monday with 83% approval and 11 million votes cast in his favor. Of the 13 million total votes cast, 11 million notably came from BC firms Golden Tree and Cumberland. The head chef's search picked up steam in late July when Jonathan Howard was formally introduced to the community as a viable candidate. Pushback ensued as the community found the compensation package to be unreasonable. This disagreement led to multiple proposals and a month-long candidate search. Howard bowed out of the race shortly after with a set of new candidates popping up. 
Following weeks of lobbying and marketing, the final five candidates were introduced and voted on, with Gray ultimately coming out on top. Bessemer launches SteelDAO. Famed venture investor Bessemer has rebranded its existing DAO community with additional plans to decentralize. In March, Bessemer DAO was launched as a community of investors and builders in Web3. On Wednesday, the venture firm announced its community had rebranded to SteelDAO. The firm also announced the launch of two initiatives at SteelDAO, Lynx and Bridge. Lynx will serve as a community scout program with the purpose of sourcing and investing in new and interesting Web3 projects. $500,000 of capital will be utilized to bootstrap the initiative. Interested parties can now apply to join as a scout. A 10-member governance committee has also been formed to vote on investment deals. These potential deals will take the shape of on-chain proposals voted on by the GC members. Syndicate DAO's platform will power much of its infrastructure. Bridge will serve as a curated talent pool and job board facilitating the matching of high-quality Web3 talent. SteelDAO plans to progressively decentralize. On this week's proposal highlight, we highlight Forefront Legal Entity Formation Budget, a proposal from Forefront. If you're a Forefront token holder, you can find and vote on their proposal and similar proposals over at boardroom.io forward slash Forefront. This proposal from Forefront requests a community approval on a legal budget to begin exploring the creation of a legal entity at the DAO. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Jihad, contributor at Forefront and author of their proposal. Jihad is here to help further explain the details of the proposal what it aims to achieve, and what it means for the DAO going forward. Welcome to the show, Jihad. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Can you provide us an overview of what exactly is being proposed? Definitely. So over the last few months, um, members of the Forefront community have explored various pathways uh, for Forefront to begin a legal entity formation. Um, I think the beginning of that exploration started with a lot of the articles um, that were posted by the A16Z legal team around like various legal entities that DAOs have used in the past. Um, the UNA model, which I believe the team at A16Z sort of proposed as a potential path forward for many DAOs. Um, and just thinking through like as the as the DAO matures, what are the things that we're going to need to be able to do? And, and what is the, the legal framework that we're going to need to follow in order to do that in a compliant way? Um, so as that exploration was happening, again, we were we were thinking through some some various options. And it, it seems like members of the community have, after like consulting with various counsel, have landed on a path forward. Um, so the point of this proposal was to set a budget to more formally enter into conversations with counsel to uh, form a legal entity for the DAO. This would allow us to enter into various contracts, diversify the treasury, pay taxes, and potentially limit liability for members of the DAO as well. And why was this brought forward now? What is it? What does it hope to accomplish? I think it's definitely something that has been on the mind of members of the community for 
at least since last year when Forefront's initial treasury diversification happened. Um, I think as Forefront is not only building more product, but also potentially like expanding the community in a very meaningful way, um, looking at potentially other treasury diversification routes, um, and additionally, just making sure that like folks who are spending time as core contributors and, and essentially like full-time employees of the DAO um, have a legal entity that they're able to to point to. Um, this has become a problem for folks who are like potentially looking for apartments and need like like more formal pay stubs or <laughs> things like this, right? So there like there's very like on the ground practical reasons why this has become like a, a necessity, um, but also just like there were things that we were able to do to to dance around it. I think like for for that problem that I highlighted, for example, Opolis has been like a really good. Um, placeholder to allow like individuals to start their own LLCs, get paid as contractors by the DAO, and then like run their own payroll through the Opolis Cooperative. Um, but I think, like I said, as things are maturing um, and as like new avenues are opening up for the DAO for both like IRL partnerships and it also like uh, potentially like future treasury diversification, it's becoming more and more necessary to really think through the the formals of a legal entity. And what does the proposal of passing mean for the DAO going forward? So specifically, this proposal passing is going to allow a um, a team of forefront contributors to go out and formally engage with legal counsel, be able to pay that legal counsel without having to constantly come back to the DAO for like um, with like a specific budget for each stage of the process. We talked with counsel and we uh, estimated that about a hundred thousand dollars, the hundred thousand USDC, would allow this uh, team of forefront contributors to go out and, and just like continue this process from top to bottom. There will be another proposal at the end of this process where the courts or where members of the forefront community are going to be able to go through all the details of like legal entity formation um, and give the final like thumbs up or thumbs down as to like the process that has has uh, been completed up until that point. Um, but really, this is just like allocating funds to push that process forward in a meaningful way since we're past the exploration phase and actually need to engage uh, legal counsel to uh, to like make things happen. Thank you for joining us today, Jihad. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate the time. And that's this week's roundup. I'm Hannes Cavell for Boardroom.